You better be pushing that record button, boy. Okay, um, as I was saying, yes, this is Turnip Talk, your weekly show about tubers. Turnips are a tuber? Yes. Would you prefer potatoes and yams? Rutabaga Roundup? I don't know entirely what determines a tuber. (laughs) (laughs) They're a loose confederation of states. A loose confederation of vegetable-like starches. Not unlike the dawn of our nation. And on this, the anniversary of the dawn of our nation, three (laughs) months removed, four months removed, we're glad you can join us for another potato posse. Is that what we are now? We're a potato posse? Of course. Uh, we, We did the thing with the cartoons. We talked about some video games. It wasn't for us. Now we're going to delve into our true passion, which is underground farming. Or specifically, (laughs) the farming of things that grow underground. No, I like the idea of underground farming without the sun. Remember when we were talking about Final Fantasy all those many years ago, and you were trying to explain farming to me? Yeah. And I took that to mean that within the game, there was a skill devoted to the cultivation of plants. And you were telling me how you would farm a cave? (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, "Was it? They like grow fungus or something? Do you, do you, you grow mushrooms?" <laughs> I was I was just describing that story to somebody. It must have been Graziella. She's the majority of my social contact. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, we like me and Joel and this other guy were in a party and we were playing." And I, and he was like, "Man, I need to farm some stuff." And Joel was like, "How do you farm some stuff if it's there's on there's no dirt here though?" <laughs> And he was like, lol, noob, nooblet, nublet. And then, and then we were like, whatever, we're a thief warrior party. The greatest party ever conceived. Yeah. The greatest party ever conceived so that we could only use backstab. Good Two time. times critical. You wish. It wasn't even that good in that game, which was a terrible game. That was a bad game. We were really we, good at it, though. Yeah, we were, the, we were the best people in the world at that bad game. <laughs> In a game where six people could form a party. We did the work of six people with four people. That was, I don't know. Gosh, I still think of it fondly, though. Those goblins didn't know what hit them. I think fondly of the fact that I invented a way to break the game. That apparently was that with was the harvesting the the, the rusty caps? caps and then selling the rusty caps to the vendors. Yes. Becoming multi-millionaires overnight. Didn't they eventually nerf that? Like, that got out pretty yeah. quick, right? They nerfed it, and then they nerfed it again. Oh, my well, I mean, goodness. They nerfed it, and then the community basically self-nerfed it by, like, rising up the price of things. So it was basically worthless. But we got in while the getting in was good. And this is not That's the true. Final Fantasy Eleven. God, that game is bad podcast. But cat girls still look kind of cute in, like, their harnesses and weird underpants armor that looks less weird on a girl but at least by putting it both on the girl and the guy you show that there's some sort of equality in the sexes 
views expressed by Dave during this podcast are not necessarily the views of Joel. In World of Warcraft, like, you know, normally me and Graziel play the Torrens, the race of noble Native American-like spiritual Oxen. people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our alts are these, like, blood elves. So, you know, they're like the standard fruity kind of elf. And we're both uh, casters. Uh, I'm a warlock. She's a priest. So we wear the same items. So I'll get a pair of pants. And it'll be a pair of pants. And she'll get so wait, a pair wait, wait. of pants. So, and it's a thong. Really? I'm not kidding. Like, it is barely more than underwear. <laughs> and that's only because it's like, it's underpants, and then there's like some leg warmers going on. <laughs> she's, she's, the pants are reduced to thong and chaps? Yes. <laughs> I Why mean, even- chaps might be a bit of an overstatement, Joel. Why would you even need like a sexy tauren? Like who's who's into that action? Well, no, like, the oh, taurens yeah. I think get off the best. <laughs> she she had no complaints except that as a caster she had to wear a lot of skirts. It's the blood elves; they can't win. Well, why would you even play a blood elf? Isn't that a terrible class? Uh, I mean, it's it's a race <laughs> unless you're going by Dungeons and Dragons like first edition rules where race is also a class. I don't you know. can walk up to Maybe someone I in the am. bar and be like, hey, what's your class? Dwarf. That's my <laughs> class. <laughs> but it's also dwarf. my race. <laughs> Confusing, yes. <laughs> there, but, uh, isn't a much, there isn't much variety in the dwarf people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That basically implies the totality of my being. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, do a little bit of mining, some smithing, grow beards. Braid said beards after they've been grown to a sufficient length. It's a simple life, but we've come to respect it. But hello, Fast Karate for the Gentlemen listeners. You're listening to a podcast. I have many issues I'd like to bring up, considering it's been over a week since we recorded the show, and my mind's just been percolating. It's been going off the hook. First off, we've been getting a lot of emails recently from a lot of people who are listening to the show from the beginning. Don't do that. These are the best shows. There's Listening some good from the stuff beginning? back there. Yeah, like, you know, they'll be like, that idol of masculinity, Daryl Surratt from the Anime World Order, said I should check these guys out. So I am. And I'm going to start with episode one. You start, I mean, as flattered as I am, that after having listened to episode one, you continue to listen? Like... There's, don't get me wrong, there's good stuff that goes on in those episodes, but the real magic was not in the beginning. That's what we were trying to find our way in the world. Two confused orphans with no path to turn, tread on, and turn on with the treading. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't listened to one of those old ones probably ever. I don't think I even listened to them after we recorded them. I well, should go back and to do be expected. That. I mean, explicitly when disobeying we, your When we did the others. second Cro-Marty show, I listened to the first Cro-Marty show. It could have been better. It wasn't bad, but it could have been better. It was still better than most people on the internet. But that's not that great. Uh, I remember. That was like the Stone Ages, huddling around a single Logitech mic. Yeah, the $15, like, line-in, terrible mic. skins. Yeah. yeah, wrapping the computer in a blanket so that the mic wouldn't pick up the sound of the computer. <laughs> Brilliant. That was like totally a directional don't... mic. It even had a, a concave uh, yeah. end so that 
<laughs> like we, we didn't like, know anything about audio. Duck in and out. We still don't know anything. We were about lucky audio. if we had two rocks to bass together. Yes, but now we have the rocks. I'm to- <laughs> I'm totally a know nothing podcaster. Yeah, there's I'm, always I'm proud. one of you people. <laughs> I'm proud, proud of my people. lack of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, we're a proud people of podcasters that don't actually know how to do anything. <laughs> Wish I could get me some of that action. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds pretty sweet. But I've been I'm totally unabashed like doing- in my ineptitude. I've been doing so much recently. I played through a whole video game. What whole video being game? That Yakuza for the PS2. Really? You, I saw your post that said good stuff. Was that being sarcastic? No, it was... I liked it a lot. I, in fact, oh, did snap. think it was good stuff. I was certain that that game would blow. 100% I was not certain. being the least bit facetious. It's a little silly. Um, well, what, a game major about spoilers on this. Well, I mean, I love it how noble the Yakuza are. They're like this breed of elk that are so beautiful to observe and so peaceful and honorable. Look at the majestic elk as it racketeers like, as its way to a fortune. As he beats up the convenience store owner for protection money. There's an elk standing like, in the no. middle of the road. Another one wanders up to your car. It's like, I'd, I'd hate to see that elk run into your car. <laughs> what are you talking about? He rips off your side view mirror. Oh, my gosh. Take whatever you want. We want all the peanut butter. Give it to us. <laughs> And give us three jars at the beginning of every month. We'll stop the other elk from messing with you. But seriously. <laughs> they like, keep upping it. <laughs> I don't even make that much peanut butter in a month. <laughs> well, that's too bad. There's a lot of new elk in the area. We've got to control our territory. We're spending all our time on the streets keeping you safe. But yeah, the, the, the issue of protection money is not often raised in Yakuza. But I'm okay with that. Like... It's romanticized, as they say. And for some strange reason, at the end, they blow up all the money because it's bad money instead of, like, really? Dude, giving spoilers, it to come homeless on. people. Did that game come <laughs> out on the Xbox 360, or is it a PS3 exclusive? It's it's a PS2 game. It's a PS2 game? Yeah, it's, like, Snap. two and a half years old, at least. The second one's Why did coming you play out. It then? Uh, they were talking about it on this podcast I listened to, and I was like, that actually does sound kind of good. And it was pretty good. Joel, you might like it for its almost Shenmue esque trappings. I was just about to say, I was about to invoke Shenmue. I was like, can you play Lucky Drop? Uh, there is gambling, but there is no Lucky Drop. Is it, wait, is it Lucky Hit? It's Yeah, but Lucky Hit is Lucky Drop. Like, who cares what, what they call it in Shenmue? Can you play Does Anyone Speak the Chinese Language? I need this. Can you, can you give the cat the tofu? <laughs> no, it's the smoked fish. Even though there's no <laughs> way cats would ever eat smoked fish. Like, ever. I think it was dried fish. Dried, smoked. Same difference. Anyway, what are we actually talking know. about? I don't even remember. I don't know. There is... so There is much to discuss. I think we, we have to drop one. If you were given the option, would you talk about Blood Plus or Vampire Princess Miyu? Well, since I didn't watch Vampire Princess Miyu because you told me not to, uh, I think I we're talking about Blood Plus. I guess that's a pretty easy choice. That's all right. <laughs> I, I rewatched you, I was... Vampire Princess Miyu, and I was like, we could, ri- we could riff on the 80s for a while, but after that, it's just kind of dead air. Yeah. I guess it's... that chick is dressed like Jill Valentine circa Resident Evil 3. We could talk about Resident Evil 3 for a while. But anyway. I could so talk are about we... Resident Evil 3 for the rest of my life. 
Oh my gosh. How is she surviving the zombie apocalypse in a skirt? I love it how she has like heavy weaponry while she has a skirt on too. She kept to the back alleys, Joel. Stayed out of sight. Under the radar. Then why did I have to fight all those monsters? The first... If she kept to the back alleys, the the first alley you walk down is 20 zombies in an exploding barrel. That can't be safe. Why would you store an exploding barrel (laughs) in public like that? Why would you store exploding barrels around the entirety of Raccoon City? (laughs) Maybe they just abandoned them. It's like, oh, snap, zombies. I'm just leaving this fuel container where it is. Actually, you're rolling that down an alley. You're not leaving it anywhere. You're you're doing more. We need to get back in the truck and leave. Hey, I didn't drag this barrel of oil to this inconvenient alley just to bring it somewhere else where it won't be exploded on accident. What's even better is, like, the first barrel you you explode, it's like at the end of an alley with, like, a fence in it. So they had to, like, hop a fence (laughs) with the barrel to get it into that alley, unless they went through the building. Yeah. It's like, how did you... Why? What reason... You know Who what, are Dave? the people that make these barrels? I think it, it, was, it was the God. Umbra- umbrella core. It was divine inspiration yeah. because God knew it was going to happen, and he wanted to save Jill Valentine. He knew. Wow. Her story If anybody was told. worth saving so she can make her important appearance in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anywho, so Blood Plus. All right. Blood, blood, blood Plus. As I said to you, <laughs> nice. How apropos. As I said to you, the first thing I thought about while watching this show was the Vietnam War really sucked. It was worse than we could have possibly imagined. I mean, you wouldn't think it could get worse because you've already got children being forced to blow themselves up. But we didn't know about the vampires. (laughs) I mean... I always knew it was kind of bad, like bamboo shoots, terrible night combat, you know, not knowing if you were going to live or die, but come on, that doesn't traumatize you. You know what does traumatize you? Taking pictures of a little girl chopping through an entire Vietnamese village that is being assaulted by American forces and occupied by uh, by the half-vampire peoples. <laughs> what do they call them in blood? I don't even remember. Chiropterans. Yeah, that sounds like some kind of insect. Or chiropterans. Well, Chiroptera, apparently, you missed my kerfuffle on the forums regarding this very point. Uh, it means bat or something like that or some subspecies of bat. So it's not as clever as you would think. But I think you may be getting confused because of the word chitin, which Maybe. is bug-related. And was also it just sounds like sort a of bug. a good suit of armor in Morrowind. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Well, it's chitinous, you know, at the, if... Uh, if a, a, it's a carapace. Is it C H or is it K A something? Whatever. It's C-H-I. I always pronounce I always pronounce it chitinous, but I, I I could very well be wrong. Regardless Indeed. This show sucks. <laughs> this our conversation has very little with the ultimate way to disguise being a vampire. That being anorexia. <laughs> yeah. They it's like, you know, anemia just wasn't convincing enough. What if you just never so, you don't eat? You're so thin, But she's Saya. also anemic, right? Well, yeah, if you are anorexic and anemic, I think that you're also buried. Because you've got to be dead at that point. I guess anorexia leads... Wouldn't, <laughs> anorexia leads inevitably to anemia. I mean, I, you, yeah, you think naturally. that, correct? And a smoking hot bod. <laughs> yeah. 
so smoking hot you can't raise your butt up over the high jump bar. <laughs> Seriously, high jump? That's the sport that they choose? Like, that's the worst hobby ever for a vampire punter. It's like, Saya, okay, use Joel, the skills you learned in practice. options where sports are concerned. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, like, the crossover where she tries to, like, high jump over the the vampire so she turns her back to him as she jumps over him it's <laughs> yeah, like she finally body. cleared it she finally cleared it i knew Great. it wasn't a waste of time those 14 years as a high school student <laughs> they finally paid off well yeah exactly what's going on like it this is the the pre- here's the premise of blood plus uh at least blood had the decency not to give the main character amnesia in Blood Plus, uh, Saya is somehow in Vietnam. They don't explain why. Uh, and she ends up on Okinawa somehow. Like, well, she's part really of like a research experiment at, at some point, And then she's in a coma. And then her dad or surrogate father, stepfather, owner of like the bar on the military base by the name of Greg, <laughs> picks her up. And... I don't know. Maybe he knows she's a vampire. I'm not clear on that, but he knew she was in a I coma. Think he does. And apparently, her, it's, he knows he something's see, going on. Well, he she's in a tomb because uh, the guy approaches him, uh, and we'll talk about the guy later. But the guy approaches him and says, "When this girl wakes up, like you know, watch out for her." And apparently, watch out for her means either kill her. Or let her live. I don't know. But anyway, she's asleep inside the tomb of his mother and father. Or his whole family. Even though he's American. <laughs> it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because uh, he talks about They just needed a place to, to hide a body. They were like, you love your country, don't you? We have to hide a 16-year-old Japanese girl's corpse in your family mausoleum. Oh, I guess, what <laughs> would this, I guess they- would that it, this was the first time? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know, there are a lot of other bodies in here. It's getting kind of crowded. It's like, well, I am an American serviceman. <laughs> Apparently all we do in Japan is, you know, rape and murder. Is rape and kill high school girls? If only it were that simple, Joel. If only it were that simple. Yeah, I don't... Instead, you've got you've got to trade out, like... Well, Saya trades her, her brawn and butt-ugly looks... For a bodacious bod and a total lack of brains. <laughs> Apparently, amnesia makes you, like, totally retarded. Well, that's the way it always works, And sort Dave. of a bitch. Like, for real. I love that whole thing where, like, she's like, I guess it's when she's riding on the motorcycle or the moped with her stepbrother. And she's like, you've been such a, like, you've been so sour and bitchy lately. It's just like when you had to quit the baseball team because of your injury and, like, we're acting like such a pussy. It's like, dude, he had to give up the one thing he loved. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, I mean, that's part of my problem. Like, blood plus on the surface could be good. You know, it's it's real close to being good. If blood was the more pure iteration of this, and blood was terrible, it's like I can under I would I would agree that the concept. Of blood, like the platonic ideal of the 16-year-old vampire girl with a sword show could be good, <laughs> but this is not – it's right, now, it's the, right there with the triangle, dude. Yeah. It's, I, it's I in imagine the replay. Like, uh, check when, it out. 
Plato was somewhere between the, the noble lie. <laughs> and then we'll all be circling the bright sun of truth, and there will be the true form of blood, and it won't. It's suck. like so you know, rulers have gold in their blood, and then the poor people have bronze in their blood, and then there's a sixteen-year-old vampire who drinks the blood, and then she craps out the precious metals, and we use them for money. <laughs> this is it's all part of Greek myth. I mean Medusa I mean, read it. Hydra sixteen year old Japanese schoolgirl. They're like, hey, this girl looks weird. I just hate it. Why are I, I like so the, small? It, it, it's so stupid because it feels like such a ploy to to just obviously appeal to the high school girls are cute. I like girls in high school. I'm like, you know what I yeah, like? Yeah, Joel, Vampires. was that not immediately obvious who... when yeah. the school uniform in this show has a giant bow on it? It's like, come on! Like a giant, like a like a novelty-sized red bow you would put on, like, a Valentine's Day box of candy. Maybe that was just her personal flair. Uh, I mean, I think I saw more than one person wearing it, but... Maybe they were like the cool clique at the high school. The cool clique of anorexic, amnesiatic high jumpers. <laughs> if you're anorexic, you can... There is almost no way you can do a sport. <laughs> That's that true. true. Well, I mean, Don't you can excessively like, work out, Maybe like but, uh, ballet. <laughs> you have to eat something. Like, you know... I, I would like imagine... carrot. Even one carrot. Again, this like... It doesn't crack the illusion that, like, huh, it's been nine months and I've never been hungry. I've never eaten anything ever. That's weird. Must be anorexia. They don't eat anything ever. <laughs> well, it's also... You, you always wonder, like, if you're really anorexic, what's a blood transfusion really going to do? B- blood doesn't really count as food for humans. Yeah, your stomach is still eating itself from the inside out. (laughs) This blood sure makes me feel better. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm, blood. Just pour that on my spaghetti. That's all I need. I love how when she finally figures out that she's whatever and she gets the sword, it's got, like, those weird blood grooves in it, and they, like, they charge her up. activates its power. Yeah, that gives her, like, her superpowers. Yeah, you love that? Not really. I was using love in the facetious way that podcasters often do. I just failed to see, uh, like, how the blood makes a difference. And I like her her sidekick that drags the coffin around, like the guy from Gungrave. How is that guy a sidekick? I don't know. (laughs) She's, like, 16. He's, like, 35. (laughs) And he's also totally capable of whooping vampires, apparently. Like, he's beating the crap out of that one. He's like, oh, you have to finish him, Saya. I can't do it. And she's like, well, well why not? You just kind of, you know, kicked him across the room. You ma- you made that look pretty easy. Why don't you use the sword? It's like, I, I can't do it. All I've got is this super powerful the vampire The sword's still the power. The vampires also look totally whack in this show. Like, I kind of miss the pregnant pterodactyls from the Blood OVA. <laughs> Like, these well, guys, these it's just, more, they kind of they look, look like, like normal bats. people, except their arms get long. <laughs> it's annoying. This whole show is annoying. 
We b- just just talking yeah. about it is annoying. Can people like this was one of the shows that people were like, if you stick with it, it gets good, man. It gets good. Twelve, sixteen, twenty-four episodes in. There's a real payoff. I don't believe that for a second. Because you know what? There's way too much of this like BS melodrama. Like, how could it be that good? Yeah. In the first, you know, four episodes, only one vampire really gets killed. And the other one we're made to feel bad for. I don't want to feel bad for the vampires. <laughs> no way. You know, that guy get cut in half, got into the weird vampire the military experiment of his own accord. I don't feel any shred of guilt for him. He got what was coming to him. And apparently he didn't he play been, his bar tab anyway. <laughs> he could have been uh, looped into it by that effete German fella. I mean, I assume he's German. You can't be too sure. You mean the French guy? He was not French. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be French. All right. Well, this is all right. Here's a reason to hate blood. Nondescript. <laughs> can't tell accents. what nationality. Yeah, if your accent is between French and German, unless your backstory is that you're from Alsace, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of the way that vampire gets introduced that he has the vampirism problem that he goes to the bar and he's like I'm thirsty and then the guy's like you haven't paid your tab you're drunk get out of here <laughs> and it's like hmm yes in sobriety in sobriety whatever is definitely something I would associate with glowing red eyes and fangs dude well, I wish I got like that when I was drunk I would have the <laughs> best powers in the world Dude, so you're so drunk, you're a vampire. To pee myself. <laughs> it's like, I know, and then I like take off, and I like descend on my friend from the steeple of a church or something, and I devour him whole. <laughs> it would be a lot better than just throwing up on your your friend's shoes. And it's like, dude, I'm so smashed. I shouldn't have had that fifth Red Bull and vodka. I'm gonna now go sleep it off on the couch. Human blood. You guys want to watch Harold and Kumar? <laughs> you just ate Barry. Snack time is over. Stop eating Barry. <laughs> it's too late. I've drained him of all his vittles. <laughs> Barry should have stayed off the Jägermeister. <laughs> that does turns you into a vampire pussy. What's even better is they have that guy who shows up to try to, you know, activate Saya, who's Saya's only real special power yeah. is apparently chopping vampires in half. And so, you know, she well, she also super... has the special power to immediately heal every wound she gets, which might be another hint to the amnesiatic that maybe something's going on here. How do you, and how do you really disguise the hunger for blood? I mean, I guess by constantly having her get blood transfusion, she doesn't realize she wants it. But, like, you know... Yeah. Um, if you gave me an IV that had all the essential, you know, stuff that I needed, I would still want some ice cream. Food isn't necessarily just about yeah. the sustenance. It's also about the experience the of eating. And I imagine if you're, you know, <laughs> so you're saying there's really like some, into blood... Some sort of vampire equivalent of the barefoot canta- contessa. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, today we're going to make a delicious blood souffle. And only three easy steps. You get your pre-made souffle from the supermarket, and then you jam this guy's head into it until he bleeds all over it. Then stick it in the oven for 35 minutes. Or just devour the guy, because he's right there anyway. 
and he's already at your mercy. In fact, Doesn't just the forget the souffle. Already do that to people? Maybe. I don't really know what that show's about. I just see it when I'm scrolling through the TV guide. <laughs> I don't know. That I've always hoped she's joke. kind of hot. Why? Let's see. Barefoot contest. I don't know. It just I feel like that would be all right. Something about the name evokes the Duchess of Alba or something. She's not. Ooh, she is not. <laughs> oh, not even consider close. Consider me disillusioned. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> score one for the Food Network, I guess. The hottest chick on it has that like giant scar on her face from Top Chef. Yeah, but anyway, uh, she's. Oh well. Know. <sighs> what else is there to her. say about blood? She's a vampire, track star, anorexic, amnesiac. Oh, well, I guess I could just start over my, like, the whole sword cutting vampires in half thing. Like, that makes a whole lot of sense. But I got to believe that for the thousands of years that humanity has been on the earth, um, we would have figured out a way to also chop vampires in half. Like, you know, just bust out the jaws <laughs> well, of life or something. The guy comes in. The guy who wakes up uh, Saya. Comes in with a pistol that doesn't do anything, and it is like it doesn't enormous. even slow the the new vampire down. And that's yeah, that's like the vampire killing weapon besides the sword. I mean, it seems like it's it's not your average everyday pistol. I don't know a lot about guns, but it didn't look like <laughs> any gun I ever seen. <laughs> well, when the vampires can block it, it with I, their I just, forearms, I agree with and then you. Excrete the bullets. You're in trouble. Yeah. However. I got. I just. In the many thousands of years humanity has been around, presumably harassed by vampires throughout, <laughs> they could have figured out one other way. Well, and also, this this show again, you know, has the whole thing where vampires are out during the day, basically making it so vampires are pretty much invincible unless you're a schoolgirl yeah. vampire with a sword, pot, and you're also bleeding on well, the, the sword. Well, the problem possibly. is there. They're, yeah, their weakness is against someone cutting them in half with a sword. That's our weakness, too. <laughs> yeah, does that even count as a weakness? I feel like it just that's a given. <laughs> it's not like that's a secret, you know? Superman's got kryptonite. He doesn't have, you know, uh, he... It's the classic bullet allergy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, no, don't to... shoot me with bullets. <laughs> How are we going to kill all these teropterids? Have you tried making them bleed to death? Uh, you know, I, I thought that was just too obvious. That's Yeah, that's the, the thing in the bullpen. It's like, what are we going to do? All right, we tried garlic, running water, <laughs> silver. What, what, what about you? Uh, did we take their picture? Yeah, it didn't work. Man, I really had they, a good feeling about that one. What if we threw a potted plant on their head as in the Looney Tunes circa 1930? Would the flowers stand up afterwards? Yes. <laughs> Send that one in for testing. But it had no other demonstrable effect. <laughs> oh, my God. He's eating me with a comical plant on my head. The irony of my death will not make my family feel better. The unintended hilarity will not warm their shattered hearts. Oh, We're really running out of things to try. <laughs> Somebody raises his hand. Um, have we tried taking all the blood out of their body? Possibly with a pump? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got a shop vac that, uh, <laughs> that does... Like, like a bike <laughs> pump? Yeah, a wet dry vac. 35 liter <laughs> capacity. It's got... 
I, we could put a sharp metal How end on it. How much is in a vampire? <laughs> sort of like the low-tech Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, the super low-tech Ghostbusters. America, the best-funded military in the world. It's like, swords? Maybe? Do those still work? Are there well, any even still around? I feel like that is like the ultimate trump card. So many people have nuclear weapons nowadays. How many people have teenage vampires? Beat that, Russia. There may only be one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty unfair. It's just bragging rights. You know she's not actually doing anything. The military really the military really has a plan for the Teropterid. They just keep her around to like show off at parties. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah? This is our vampire. <laughs> and then she uh, cuts the Russian president in half. Take that. Dmitry Medvedev. Medvedev. What's your name? However you say that guy's Putin. name. He's not the real president. It's still Putin. Rasputin. If only they had a vampire. Maybe they'd stop executing all their journalists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they could finally feel safe. No one will push Russia around with our oh, vampire. No. That's not <laughs> yeah. a vampire. It's a teropterid. You, you Americans thought you had the last left. Whatever. Whatever. Are we Blood done with plus. this? Who knew it was going to be as bad as it was? Everyone. Everybody. We were we were warned in advance. Based on a bad show. Well, no. Some people were like, hey, Blood's pretty good. Well, I guess some people were like, hey, it's pretty bad in the beginning, but then it gets good. And I was like, then that <laughs> means it's bad. <laughs> Very few things are worth bad in the beginning. Gurren Logan is good from episode one. I go with the banana scale. If you bite into a banana and it's not good on the first bite, the end's not really going to be that good either. Some might say that bananas are not good on any bite. Those people would be foolish and stupid and the first to die. I don't know. I, I don't like... I mean, I like banana in things, but I really I just don't like fruit as a whole, as a snack. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's kind of gross and hard to eat. And like, Wait, what? Squishy. Are you serious? Fruit yeah. as a snack? Yes. I vehemently disagree with it. <laughs> That's insanity. Fruit is like the only snack. Fruit is the original snack. There wasn't a snack before there was fruit. Rocks were the original tools, Joel. Let's keep using rocks then, because they're so great. <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century. We have Snickers bars. <laughs> and the fruit roll-up. You know what's right, a snack to me? Three-fourths of an Entenmann's marshmallow cake. I'm stopping. This is, this is borderline blasphemy. <laughs> you're going <gonna> get, <laughs> get diabetes. I'm tired of your fruit. Diabetes. Classy. Anyway. Diabetes. <laughs> All right. See you next week when we talk about more fruit and fruit-related issues. Shut up, Joe. I hate you. Then let us begin the tale of the ages, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold.
This is. This is. Whoa. Okay, that's not what? good, Joel. What's not good? <laughs> Has Skype already failed? 